0: Well, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, We are glad you're with us. This is a unique event in a very unique time, as you are probably very well aware. This is a unique event because uh, due to COVID, we are only able to have a small uh, face mask, socially distant team here at the building, while an even larger group of you are able to join us over live stream. Uh, Not only members and attenders of DCC, but many churches throughout Seattle, even the world, Uh, We saw registrations come in from Europe and Brazil and other places, and we welcome you today. And this is not only a unique event, it is a unique time. We are experiencing the worst public health crisis in 100 years. We uh, are witnessing the highest unemployment rate since World War II. We are experiencing the largest prolonged protests in decades. It's almost like taking the Spanish flu of the 1910s and coupling it with the unemployment of the 30s and 40s and then mashing that in with the protests of the 60s and including the recession of the 2000s and rolling that all into one. And to top it off, why not throw in a highly contested presidential election? And and none of that includes our own trials and troubles that we're experiencing on the home front. And what this means is that we are, as Jesus' people, in a season that's primed for division and disunity. And as followers of Jesus, we must not only recognize that potential, but resist that reality. Divisions in our church must not reflect the divisions in the world, for then we become exactly like the world Whereas Jesus said the world we would know that we are his by our love for one another amidst our uh, distinctions and differences. Our unity is in Jesus, in his word, in his gospel, but it takes intentionality for that unity to become a lived reality. And certain seasons require greater intentionality than others, and this is certainly one of those seasons requiring additional intentionality. So how should followers of Jesus think about politics. There are, in my estimation, pastorally and personally, fewer issues that are more difficult to navigate. Politics can be so controversial and emotional and polarizing that it's easy to dismiss them entirely. I have felt that. But the scriptures help us see there's a better way forward for us as Jesus' people than divisive partisanship or simple dismissal. Uh, One of my biggest challenges as a pastor has been how to lead out of this issue. I mean, just think about all the different things that have taken place over the last five years. The Supreme Court legalized same-sex marriage. There's the ongoing showdowns between LGBTQ rights and religious liberty. There's this explosion of police brutality videos. There's the emergence of Black Lives Matter, the emergence of the transgender movement. There's the rise of the alt-right. There was the insane 2016 elections that we hope would be left in the distant past. And yet here we are again. There's the increasing tension between ethnic minority and majority Christians. There's the scorning of the rich by the poor and the uh, poor return the favor, the rich return the favor rather. The progressives are bashing the conservatives and conservatives bash right back. And it's no wonder that there's an increasing body of literature that encourage us to simply push eject like Rod Dreher's Benedict Option. And unfortunately, to make this more complicated, there's no room today for nuance, for asking of real questions patience long enough for us to actually explain where we're at or comfort to be able to admit our ignorance. Instead, we've given up reasoning. We've given up persuasion. And now it's all about shaming. It's all about shouting. It's all about canceling. And fortunately, even among Christians. And all of this forms the backdrop of our brief time together this afternoon with Jonathan Lehman. Today is meant to answer one Question One loaded question: how are we to think about politics in the life of the church? there's obviously a lot that can be said here. we're not going to be able to cover every part of this and say everything that you might hope that we'd be able to say, but what I do hope this does is serves to start an ongoing, helpful, meaningful dialogue among us. There will be three sessions this afternoon. the first is going to explore what it looks like as a Christian to engage politically. That will be followed by 15 minutes of Q&A. Then we'll have a second session on how to love church members with whom you disagree. And then that will be followed by an extended session, 45 minutes of Q&A. So all of our questions, your questions, can be submitted via text today at any point during any session. Uh, The number will be on your screen. We want to make this as helpful and interactive as possible, so we'll do our best to get to as many questions as possible, but uh, over a thousand of you have registered to participate in this. That's going to probably mean a lot of questions for us, so we'll do what we can. So all that being said, let me introduce you to Jonathan Lehman. If you're with us this morning as a DCC uh, gathered while scattered over live stream. You already met him, but if you're just joining us, Jonathan serves as the editorial director for Nine Marks. Nine Marks is a ministry that exists to uh, build and equip healthy churches. He's been an author of a dozen books, a number of articles. He also helps to edit the Nine Marks series of books, its journal, and co-hosts uh, its podcast called Pastor's Talk with Mark Dever. He uh, teaches at several seminaries and serves as an elder at Chevrolet Baptist uh, in a suburb of DCC or DC rather. <laughs> We're DCC, that's DC. Uh, he is a, a really good thinker. He is a clear writer and he, most importantly, he is a just a dear brother in Christ who loves Jesus and loves Jesus' church and uh, I believe has been uniquely gifted by God in this moment to help Jesus' church flourish in season exactly like this, which is why we invited him here today. So as Romans 12.10 encourage us to outdo one another in showing honor uh, to the extent that you're able, let's give Jonathan a warm welcome.